This is the news in brief from the United Nations. UN humanitarians said on Friday that an agreement to unlock aid deliveries across the border to Gaza was near as UN Chief Antonio Guterres arrived at the Rafah crossing saying aid must urgently move to the other side. Here he is addressing reporters at the Egypt-Gaza border where a large convoy loaded with food and medicine has been waiting for days. So these trucks are not just trucks. They are a lifeline. They are the difference between life and death for so many people in Gaza. And to see them stuck here makes me be very clear. What we need is to make them move, to make them move to the other side of this wall, to make them move as quickly as possible and as many as possible. He spoke of the suffering of the two million people trapped without sufficient supplies now for nearly two weeks and said a sustained effort was needed with trucks entering every day. Briefing reporters earlier in Geneva, UN Humanitarian Affairs Coordination Office OCHA spokesperson Jens Lerke said on behalf of UN Relief Chief Martin Griffiths, we are in deep and advanced negotiations with all relevant sides to make sure that an aid operation into Gaza starts as quickly as possible and with the right conditions. We are encouraged by reports that the different sides are nearing an agreement on the modalities and that the first delivery is due to start in the next day or so, Mr. Lerke added. In western Afghanistan, over 114,000 people are in urgent need of life-saving health assistance in the aftermath of deadly earthquakes, in an area which was already largely deprived of essential health services before the disaster. That's the message from the UN World Health Organization, WHO, which said on Friday that at least 40 health facilities were reported damaged in the quakes, resulting in severe disruptions in access to health services for some 580,000 people. WHO said that health workers are also affected by the disaster, having lost family members and living with the fear of collapsing health facilities. The agency has been one of the first responders addressing the staggering health consequences on the ground, supporting hospitals with medicines and supplies, and organizing mobile health and nutrition teams. Sustaining health services will require extra resources, and WHO and partners launched an appeal for $7.9 million on Thursday to provide support for the next six months. WHO warned that the fast-approaching winter season comes with new health risks to survivors living outdoors or in tents and called for immediate and flexible resources to scale up its response. To Ukraine, where a damning report by UN-appointed independent rights investigators has revealed further evidence of war crimes and human rights violations committed by Russian authorities against civilians. New evidence collected by the Independent International Commission of Inquiry on Ukraine in the Kherson and Zaporizhia regions has uncovered Russian authorities using the same pattern of torture in areas under their control against men suspected of supporting the Ukrainian armed forces. The commission said that its interviews with victims and witnesses revealed a profound disregard towards human dignity. The rights investigators have found that rape and other sexual violence were often committed together with additional acts of violence against the victims, including severe beatings, strangling and willful killing. Citing a case of rape and torture of a 75-year-old woman by a Russian soldier, the report underscored that these traumatic experiences have had severe and long-term consequences for the physical and mental health of the victims. The Commission also found evidence of the unlawful deportation of 31 children from Ukraine to Russia in May 2022, amounting to a war crime. Investigators emphasized the importance of accountability with full respect and care for the rights of the victims. The Republic of the Congo has joined two key international conventions seeking to end statelessness, 
a move which the UN Refugee Agency, UNHCR, welcomed on Friday. Gillian Triggs, UNHCR's Assistant High Commissioner for Protection, said that the country's recent accession to the 1954 Convention on the Status of Stateless Persons and the 1961 Convention on the Reduction of Statelessness is a commendable achievement. The Republic of the Congo has set an example for other countries in Africa. The plight of millions of stateless people can be resolved through political will and legislative changes, Ms. Triggs insisted. The country has a population of nearly 6 million and approximately 200,000 people have been identified by the government as being at risk of statelessness. UNHCR said that it has been supporting national efforts to improve civil registration systems. As a result, more than 30,000 birth certificates have been delivered to people at risk of statelessness across the country since 2018, including 5,300 to highly at-risk indigenous people. The UN agency underscored that statelessness has devastating effects on the lives of millions around the world who struggle to realize their basic rights to education, healthcare, employment and freedom of movement. Dominika Tomaszewska-Mortimer, UN News.